We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Hey, oh, people, what's going on? My name is Jake. This is my co-host, Zane. Hello, hello. Yeah, welcome back to the Esports Rewind podcast. Today we're back with episode number 32, same time every single week. By the way, Absolutely. pre-recorded episode, Zane, we approach the holiday season. I mean, we're basically in it now. I mean, by the time the podcast releases, it's going to be the week of Christmas. Christmas. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> yes, dude! We're spending too much time together. All Stop. you audio listeners out there, heck yeah, the joyous season is upon yeah. us. You know? Uh, with that pre-record, though, we hope you guys all do enjoy your holiday break. Uh, I, I guess it's not New Year's, but a quick thank you to all of you guys who do listen to the mm. podcast, the highlights, you know, stop by the channel and the website. We do appreciate you. Absolutely. Uh, but with that being said, same time, same place every week, and same, let's just get the ball rolling, huh? Absolutely. Yeah, let's do it. Let's go. All right, Zan, it's been a year of back and forths, mm-hmm. you know, uh, as we try and celebrate as much as possible towards the end of this year for Christmas season. Yes. Uh, an organization out there, we've celebrated time and time again. We've also talked about time and time again. Phase? That's the likes of Phase Clan. Hey! Is it how even, did I know? It, I don't know. Wow, what a, is it even a surprise at what this What a point? wild guess. You know, we're that, probably going to yeah. piss a few people <laughs> off out there, but this is I all... Mean, we always do. <laughs> <laughs> But this is only love, Zane. This oh, is only love. Yeah, <laughs> I think I, literally last night I was telling you I was about to buy like a phase hoodie. Yeah. I'm just trying to decide like which one. You know, when it comes yeah. time, hey, merch video coming soon as well. Oh, we we awesome. have all these ideas that bounce off and a lot of them involve phase clan uh, because they do a lot of great things. And this actual, this this last one was under the rug a little bit, under the radar, I should say, about another way they're expanding their brand and really how genius they truly are. I'll keep it short. I'll keep it simple. It involves caffeine. And so you probably know where I'm going with this. It was actually published probably by the time you watched this a couple weeks back. We see so many competitors out there in the streaming platform. Caffeine is now taking their different angle, and they've already signed two phase members, which are two of their investors, ambassadors, and just so happen to be two of their celebrities 
which are many that's connected to FaZe Clan. Yeah, which is still crazy impressive that FaZe, I mean, what other org actually has so many high-profile celebrities Nobody's connected? There's and not even just like, oh, I'm putting money in, but actually being like, hey, I'm hanging yes, out dude. with FaZe Clan. Hey, I'm put, I'm making merch with FaZe Clan. Offset's like talking to TMZ about FaZe Clan and yeah. unbanning FaZe Clan uh -huh. people. They were just doing stuff with Man City the other day. Yes. That was a good video. Or like, Man United. Or I think we get it wrong every time, probably. so let's skip past Hey, we're not soccer people. You I, guys I apologize. Know Football, but sorry. They know what we're talking about. Yeah, absolutely. There's no other organization out there right now where we go, oh, dude, Liquid has a celebrity signing a streaming deal with another platform out there, that, and that same mm. person also streams on Twitch. That's Juju Smith-Schuster, by the way, from the Pittsburgh Steelers. He's a FaZe Clan ambassador who streams frequently on Twitch or, you know, of, of the professional athletes out there. He's one of the most popular. Also, have just signed a caffeine deal for 16 shows. Same thing with Which another. Which is insane. It's just like, and same thing with another investor, Phase Offset. We just talked about as well. There is no other organization doing these kind of things. And I think it just kind of gets swept out there because there's like people are so used to it. The fact that Lee Trink or Phase in general has hired these people mm. and then they are, like you said, they're so active and involved in the community or at least want to be because they have, they have ties to Phase. They have investment there yeah. and they themselves know that their power is worth something. The fact they're actively going out and actually signing these deals is amazing. And again, we'll say it time and time again, no one else is doing it. Yeah, even though like Nade shot, he's got pull, right? You got tons of celebrities on his podcast constantly, but none of them are out there being like, hey, yeah, 100 Thieves is no. the move. None of them are always repping 100 Thieves merch. Like, like, Although to, like to be fair though, are. when it comes time to any yeah. close comparison, there yeah. are 100 Thieves ambassadors that are close. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. But yeah, it's FaZe. Not at the same tier though. Yeah. I'd say like if, if FaZe Clan is A tier, 100 Thieves is definitely or S -tier, B. tier, FaZe yeah, up yeah. there. 100 Thieves A tier, everyone else B, C? I'd say everyone else is like C, probably. Like, yeah. let, let's be real. Like, even like Team Liquid, I love y'all, but like that Marvel collab was garbage. Oh, man. Don't even get <laughs> don't, no, We don't got to hop into this. Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah. yeah. Meanwhile, FaZe is uh -huh. tying themselves to celebrities. You're right? tying yourselves to superheroes, which is. But like, you don't have like, they tie themselves to superheroes, don't even get one of the people from Marvel to go like, hey, no, we like Team Liquid. That would have been epic. Don't have Hawkeye going like, hey, yeah, you know, I love playing video games with like, you know, I don't know, somebody from Liquid. Oh, like, oh, I, I, can, I, I can actually like, picture the guys in those yeah. jerseys. Oh, yeah. man. But someone, I'm sure someone liked it. <laughs> yeah. Either way. At the end of the week, every single week, FaZe is doing something mm. crazy. They now have two of their celebrity ambassadors sign a streaming deal before any of their other people have signed streaming deals. Wild. All right, Jake. So, <laughs> Sorry, I already know what you're going to say, yeah, no, and I'm yeah. excited as frick. So. Yeah, yeah. No, it's, a, it's an interesting topic we got to talk about real quick. Because, I mean, we all know, I think we talked about Tencent several times on the podcast. We, we You all know we love Tencent, but we're also terrified of Tencent. Yes. Because they kind of have their hands in everything. <laughs> And like low key, if you care about esports or video games, period, you kind of got to care about Tencent because they like, they own 100% of Riot Games, they own 40% of Epic, which owns Fortnite, they own 11.5% of PUBG, 5% um, of Yubi. 5% of Activision Blizzard and like tons of like, like other different game developers. It's oh, insane. Dude, even like I wish if you guys are only listening on audio, I just yeah. whenever you say Tencent, I know the conversation is going to be interesting uh -huh. and it gets me like <laughs> nervous but also excited. It's like college speech class. I'm just like, oh, this is going to be great. Like, but no, I'm also yeah. terrified. But at the same time, you're like, I hope nobody from Tencent ever hears us talking yeah, about how but, scared we are of Tencent. But then like, it's also like, I hope they are listening though because yeah, like yeah. They're, they, they run at the same everything. Time, like, yeah, because we're always like, hey, they're really cool and doing a lot of great things. Yeah. But any 
anyway, what they're doing here today is they've actually, if you've heard of Google Stadia, it is a video game streaming platform, right? So you don't have to actually download your games ever. You just log into a website and you essentially just play your video game off the website. Think if you like, listen to this podcast, you have heard Zan talk about Google Stadia, yeah, so you better know what bit. it is by probably now. A good let me, bit. I let me defend so. you on but that. hey, you know, we, we, we might have a couple new people yeah, standing by, okay. so I'll give a brief <laughs> primer, you know. Think about, like, imagine playing, like, a Flash game, but it's just Destiny 2. It's like a wild concept. That's a right? wild concept to try yeah. and understand. Yeah. Think about just playing your favorite games wherever you are. That's mm -hmm. the ultimate goal of these kind of features. You're just logging in to like a website. And, and so it. before you hop into Tencent's uh, competitor, Tencent is now in the market for this. Absolutely. Which means, if anything, if I'm being honest, and you, you might get too excited here, this just offers more validity of what Google is doing. It only oh, offers them yeah. more power, and we've talked about time and time again, competition, it breeds excellence, it breeds creativity, and, and mm -hmm. it only betters these services. Currently now, we have Google Stadia. They're the king. Microsoft, we've talked about xCloud. They, they're trying to do the same thing. They're not actually out yet. And now Tencent is what you're talking about. Yes. They have their own version. This is gigantic, and this will be the future. Now, with these three, these three companies alone, mm -hmm. Google, Microsoft, and Tencent, like, yeah, right. get That's that like through your head. They're doing this. <laughs> this will be a thing. No matter you're talking where it goes about to. the global kings of the world in tech, you're probably talking about Google, Microsoft, or Tencent. Yeah. Like, realistically in speaking. Some, in some way, way yeah. shape, or form. I mean, like, everybody uses a, a PC with Windows on it. It's either PC or, like, yeah. 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 So tell us anyway, about Tencent's competitor. Yeah. So Tencent has announced their new platform called Start. They started testing it. Um, which, I'm sorry, starting testing it a little confusing. <laughs> the name, the name gotcha. is <laughs> actually, yeah, exactly. This is their plan. Is, frickers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's called Start. Um, they just uh, launched it in beta, and they already have um, like a couple games out. And very specifically, they have Fortnite available on it. They have NBA 2K. Smart. And they have, yeah, right? And uh, Path of Exile. Path of Exile, really a kind of weird pick, but it's a great game. And I just think it is insane that Tencent has managed to release and kind of like, and they're doing it, doing this in partnership with NVIDIA, by the way, which if you don't know who NVIDIA is, I mean, come on, they're the number one graphics card manufacturers in the world, probably. Mm -hmm. I mean, AMD is kind of coming close, but NVIDIA is still like, they for years, they've dominated the market. And it's just continuing to show that Tencent has had their finger on the pulse for years of the entire gaming community. They get in on the ground floor of everything, they, oh, they buy the right companies, they make the right technology moves, and I think at the end of the day, we should all know that video game streaming is probably the future. Mm -hmm. it's, uh, it's definitely going to be weird to see where it goes, especially mm. now as these three titans get into it. And, uh, you know, much like we see, obviously, streaming has been a thing for quite some time. You know, we see that Mixer, the likes of them and others, are really pushing Twitch to be better. Uh, and so hopefully, you know, Stadia only gets better, but right behind them will always be or in, or in front of them will always yeah. be these two. So these three mm. interacting over the next few years, we're going to see where it goes. I think gaming is going to get incredibly simplified in a, in a great way and be more open to the general public. And if these three companies are going to want to do it, whether they make money or not, obviously that's their end goal. Yeah. But if it's better for the entire community, more people have access to it, I really can't complain. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it, it, shoot, we were just talking about Call of Duty the other day. I'm sorry, because that was a really good ending, actually, for that <laughs> segment. But, like, just because like, I just thought about this while you we were talking about it, Call of Duty Modern Warfare is 140 gigabytes. Oh that's a lot of space. To have on your own. That's a, that's a yeah. great that, – that is probably right now the, yeah. the perfect example of why these kind of platforms where you can keep all that data elsewhere mm. and still run it on your own device – it, it's, it just makes sense. You yeah, know, if games yeah. are going to get this big, like Call of Duty is going to just push the limits of how mm -hmm. big they can freaking do this kind of thing, 
it's perfect timing to have these kind of things going on as well. Yeah, Especially, uh, you know, we have a lot of console players out there who struggle with having to buy extra hard drives, so mm. on and so forth, bigger consoles. This yeah, only a, this helps expense. combat that. So yeah. that's these are the reasons why this kind of stuff comes about, and they will continue to be about. And I, I'm super excited for the future with it, especially with Tencent being involved. <laughs> And you know, last segment, Zan, we talked about Call of Duty, so I thought I might as well bring it up for a short, (laughs) short, short segment. I say that, but it could be lengthened by our own discussions. This is a game that I would say you certainly called the issues of, but even you could not have predicted the, the slew of issues they have had. Is that a fair statement? Yeah, it's it, and it sucks that like I, I I thought at worst we'd maybe have one problematic microtransaction in this game, and now we have this whole like set of problems. You weren't going to talk about COD today, were you? No, no. Because I know you've mentioned briefly, and that's amongst the issues that I won't be bringing up. Mm. Um, the reticles. There's a lot of things in the battle pass that are going to have their own issues, and we can get, dive into that probably some other time in the future. Is, is it correct? I don't know if you rebought. You you actually refunded your game before release, correct? Yeah. We had talked about. I have a lot not of, played it. Yes. Ever. <laughs> so you can be one of the people out there, one of the lucky people. You know, all the people on Reddit who say, "Can I get my sixty bucks back?" You are one of the people that got your sixty bucks back, and yeah. I think that you are very yeah. happy with that selection. Absolutely. As of right now, because you also can get the game cheaper already. Um, <laughs> but besides that, let me list off these issues just so they're out there. And I, I know that we've had. A slew of controversy around this game and where it's going, and I think a lot of people out there listening right now know that I'm a Call of Duty fan, especially as we approach COD League, and I, I really do think there there was at one point in time a promising future of that, and it just kind of sucks to yeah, see. Yeah, maybe six months ago. <laughs> it sucks to see a game, uh-huh. not even the pros or the, not necessarily the actual competitive nature of the game, but the actual developer and the, the giant hand in the game shooting itself so many times in the foot to the point mm. where they're gonna, they, they are on record sales. This is the most sold Call of Duty, I believe, now of all time. Mm-hmm. And on top of that, they're bringing in League and Franchise and Call of Duty Mobile Money. Mm-hmm. And it's it's quite possibly one of the worst titles we've seen in terms of compatibility with the community. And that's it's it's just crazy. Which is to insane. To see. Like I think like you're talking like very very briefly. I know you're about to drop a list of you're like fine. the, the yeah. issues. Yeah. But I think it is it speaks <clears throat> volumes when Call of Duty has not even been out for six months and you can already grab a copy for like thirty bucks, but like Nintendo <clears throat> games are sixty dollars for years because people actually like those games and they will pay that price for years and they know that people won't pay sixty bucks for Modern Warfare by the end of the year. Because they know people won't see it as worthwhile. It's wild, though, because, you know, we talk about the longevity of this game, but people still buy it. And I, I understand that you're you're a proponent of mm. five to ten years from now. Call, COD might not be around if they keep this up, mm. but you have to give credit where it's due. They're somehow still selling the title, and I think this will start to have a negative impact. I think it's, you, all, I you think it's 100% hope. nostalgia. It is Call of Duty is the number one FPS in the world, and it was that for years. And every year, people have different hopes, yeah. and they always get we, let. We, it seems like always get let down. We, we just, we just, we just want. We we hope that we'll get the thing that we used to have, yeah. and they just keep every every year. I think at the beginning of this year, I the exact conversation I had with all my friends was like, "This will be the one." I always this will be the. You good always one. can go back and talk to your yeah. friends about it because yeah. you all played together at one point. Yeah. Even like the adults out there, like, mm-hmm. yeah, because mm-hmm. it was it was amazing. It was just like it was a very simplistic game, and it was just good and every time especially mm-hmm. this time around within a month it was just like yeah just I, i'm not mm-hmm. just not there now mm-hmm. again this still can change and i'm super excited but a short list of those issues um, and again it, it does go on past this we have the cod community uh, just kind of blowing up over sbmm 
SPMM has been an issue for some time, but it's also an issue across many titles. We talked about that last mm -hmm. podcast. $20 just to see your death on the scoreboard. That's absolutely egregious. I've never seen a game do this kind of thing. $20 yeah. just Especially to see how much you died? It was in the game previously. That's and the it's worst not part like, about it. Like it's, I feel like it's such a wild thing. I see most people talking about it. They feel like it's like a one or zero type argument, like black or white. Like, oh, they, it's not like they could have possibly made it, so you can just see your death counter. But obviously they could have. That's not how video games work. Yeah. You can't, like... To be fair, it, does yeah. not, it doesn't affect gameplay. It's just the notion of someone getting away with that. Yeah. It, I don't know if some hardcore COD fans, you know, obviously you're not going to care because, you know, you're still going to play the game. If any other game out there did this, like if any Blizzard title, any Valve title did this, mm -hmm. the backlash would be insane. The first COD event we talked about with no COD pros, we'll not get into that debacle. Uh, pro social media training that we have not seen a very harsh pro statement as in a, a pro player talking poorly about the game very aggressively ever since they went to social media day. There's a theory out there mm -hmm. that still stands that they were actually told not to talk poorly of the game. To be fair, they're all trying to have careers in a year, and like if the yeah. Call of Duty League doesn't do well, they still need to get paid somehow. But we do see other pros in other esports being able to talk poorly about the game. I just mm -hmm. hope that's not the case, but we'll, we'll wait on that one to see if that theory um, does come true. The patent that does exist back from 2017 when it was registered that apparently you know where your in-game accuracy depends on your skill level, We it's going to be hard to see if that's actually implemented, but the fact that it could be is just... It, Wow, uh, I don't. I think that speaks for itself. Yeah, the fact right. that that possibly could be a thing, and it could be again across Activision or Blizzard titles in general. But the fact is, this COD gameplay sucks right now, and something to actually attest to why is people point back to, okay, maybe this is the issue, and so and the, and then it just so happens you have a patent for it. Doesn't look very good. Uh, very last, we have the game already on sale. Surveys already sent out to ask people what would make them come back. <laughs> Two and a half months into Which, the game. Can you, have you ever seen that? Like literally ever? I don't. Like I play super esoteric it's so video sad games. So I'm laughing right like, now. Like I play games that I like. I, I love developers that like year after year. I'm concerned. Will this company still be in business? And I have never seen an email with people saying, "How will? You, how can we bring you back to the game?" How can we help? What can we do? I've gotten that for games, but the games I don't even remember the name for. You know, like, it's like yeah. Monster Hunter games. You know, like okay, no, come on, okay, Monster Hunter, like Mon Hunter, Monster Hunter World, brilliant, ten I'm out just of ten, saying, I'm bestseller. Just <laughs> but, very, but very lastly on this list that does go on as well, you yeah. know, 12 hertz tick in private matches, I mm -hmm. do believe, and uh, certainly had a ton of clips out there of just bad, aggressively bad gameplay. I think it's just a, it's a total whirlwind where we're at right now in COD, how insanely bad everything seems to be. And it just so lines up with the first ever inaugural franchise season where you're taking millions away from uh, organizations and it's the first cross-platform. It's a perfectly brewed storm which next year we're going to see how this storm plays out. It's, it's very scary. And uh, I'm excited. I'm scared. COD right now is just uh, insane. All right, Jake. So I found out something super interesting this week. Ooh. So apparently the Navy is about to get on board with eSports, like heavy, heavy. Ooh. They're straight up saying that, hey, we're dropping all of our advertisements for the Super Bowl. Like straight up just not even, not even messing with that at all smart they're dropping all their advertisements for the for tv in general because they were like hey the 17 they were like hey the uh, spokesperson re spoke out and said hey 
set our audience that we want to advertise to is the 17 to 20 year old pub population in the United States, and they're just straight up not watching the Super Bowl or its <laughs> ads. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we're just wasting our money. Go, go figure. Yeah, you well, and everyone else. Yeah, right, right. Esports are the future, folks. Yeah. So they're and so they've announced they're planning to redirect that advertising money, that budget to YouTube as well as esports. There we go. Yeah, and I mean, I think we're starting to see a huge trend of several companies, several large, I mean, the you know, the US military industrial complex is a huge business, right? Mm -hmm. And if we're seeing the U.S. Army already has an esports team. And we did cover that here. I was going to yeah. bring that up as well. They yeah, definitely yeah. started pushing that incredibly hard. Mm -hmm. The Air Force has an esports team as well. Mm -hmm. I think their academy does. And the Navy seems like they're approaching this pretty intelligently. They said they're going to take their time. They're going to actually, they're not going to immediately just be like, oh, we're going to hammer esports people. We're going to yeah. push ads everywhere. They're like, yeah, we're going to take some time, learn about it a little bit, and figure out, hey, what can we show these people? And, um, a spokesperson said, at this point, we're not looking to be integrated in the game, but we want to use it to be engaged, which I kind of take as, like, I don't know exactly how I feel about, like, war stuff being, like, yeah. like, glorified in that sense and pushed as ads. Like, I, I, like, like military ads in general kind of make me uncomfortable because they're all, like, hype and, like, hey, let's fly these sick jets and let's... I'll be friends when it's like it's a really it's a very serious it's a very serious yeah, thing yeah for absolutely. sure yeah. to recruit anyone of any age to, mm -hmm. to that kind of um, occupation if you may call it that yeah it's yeah. a very serious thing yeah. I will say though when it comes to the expansion of esports this is mm -hmm. certainly something we see in traditional sports mm -hmm. we've already seen it solely in esports where we have uh, maybe some military members come on and give the trophy to a winning team or advertisements have obviously been shown throughout maybe some e-league events or different events as well mm -hmm. um, as, as title sponsors or big sponsors. And that, that's a definitely a, a step in the right direction of if you want this scene to be more respected. Um, but certainly when, when we saw the first advertisements, there were, there were a lot of comments, not from American viewers, might I add, yeah, really. which is understandable, mm -hmm. uh, about, you know, this is very weird to see. It's very mm -hmm. foreign for us to see it. You can imagine this, right? Imagine if you are a European or an Asian or a non-American viewer and you're seeing the U.S. military of any sort, whatever branch it might be, advertising to recruit. Yeah. It, can be, it can be a very... I'm not saying I'm against it. I, uh, I understand why it's controversial, though, for right, some, especially right. if you're not from the country that's promoting their own military. It hopefully, can be seen weird. Hopefully, the, them saying they're going to take their time and properly assess to how the, how they're advertising means that they won't just be blasting ads to every country, and hopefully they'll only be isolated to the U.S. Yeah. Because, I mean, I don't, I don't know that it really makes sense to advertise in India like, hey, join the Navy, my guy. That's a very like, fair point. Uh, but we, but we yeah. do see it, especially on Twitch. You know? yeah, but, uh, yeah, hopefully you're weird. right. They correctly do those, but once we mm -hmm. do see the advertisements, we also do see you know military members going to events, which yeah. everyone does see on the broadcast. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I think it's a step in the right direction, though. I don't have anything against it, and I think it's just um, it's a new, like you said, they're going to ease into it. Yeah, they're not going to push it too hard. It's nice to see them getting involved and yeah. being like kind of respectful to the industry, and not just being like you know, yo, we're here. Yeah, yeah. I like how they're, they clearly mm -hmm. say we're going to take our time with this one. Mm -hmm. um, one last other thing, I think, is this is easily going to branch into. Obviously, they already use it to a degree, and we've seen it in a few way way past stories uh, military branches using video games to train um, yeah. as well and if as we slowly approach the future we're, we've talked about as well VRAR may be the future of Olympic stuff as well mm -hmm. VRAR might be the future of some esports imagine these academies or you know Navy Army whatever it might be they start getting some esports athletes or, or pro players that come out of them and 
in the VR AR scene. Just picturing that could be Yo, kind of, I can't wait these until, dudes actually trained until to like play the game. 2050, where we see this like straight soldiers just sliding on the ground, you like know, doing like what's that dodge video rolls and everything. What's that video game movie? Uh, Gamer? It, something like that, you know? Ready Player One? Yeah, like, those Stuff ones. like that. Like, where yeah, they have like, uh -huh. yeah, like, I don't know. It's going to be a wild future. Yeah, yeah. I don't mind it, and hopefully not going to be too much backlash if they take it slow enough. Mm -hmm. All right, Zan, I'm going to keep this one very, very, very brief. Okay. You say that, but <laughs> <laughs> we're not very good at We this. don't have a good track record. I'm going to try my best. That okay, is the, okay. the obvious. That's all we ask for it. <laughs> that's the speculation of the future of Fortnite and having Fortnite cases. Mm. Let me just bounce this off you so people get an idea. Do you think Fortnite will ever have cases, Zan? Cases in the sense that, like, loot boxes, yeah, loot crates, I don't randomized think so. I don't think item so. openings. No, actually, no, I will, I will go on record right now and say they will never do that. Thank you for agreeing with me, and that just opens the topic for all of you guys to try and debate us. Um, I gave, I already had a video about this as well, so we won't go too into depth. I gave three straight points. One was that Epic has pretty much perfected item stores and battle passes have been around for some time, yeah. but they have perfected theirs to the maximum return per player. I would love to see the metrics on how much money they make on average per player. I would have to assume it's probably up there. Mm -hmm. They perfected it. Why go away from something that's already working? Yeah, absolutely. Second thing is we've already seen the crackdown of, of legislation, uh, senators, government members who are trying to crack down on cases, loot boxes, anything randomized. We've seen anti-loot box bills. We've seen the UK, Belgium, Netherlands, several countries work their way towards you shouldn't be doing this. Mm -hmm. um, I think you're also on the side of five to ten years from now, a lot of games probably won't have them. And if they do, they'll be heavily restricted as to what they are now. They definitely will be. We're in a very, very free-range system. We're mm. slowly working our way towards. We have what's... zero regulation. Yeah, um, <laughs> it's the wild west. It's yeah, it's it's certainly the wild west. Period, yeah, I would yeah. say in terms yeah. of loot box and RNG-based item opening systems. Mm. Weird way to put it. Very lastly, uh, when it comes time for games they already own, they did acquire Rocket League or Psyonix Studios, and they literally took away their cases and they implemented the item shop system. I think we've also talked about this. You know, I guess I could bounce this really last question off you. These are the, my three main points that I think have pretty good holding. I would interested though to hear a counter argument. Um, you know, they take away those cases from a game like Rocket League and they put in the item shop as well. Do you think that Epic Games foresees the regulation really cracking down, yes. or that they can just they thought they saw Rocket League as the perfect market to do item shop instead? I think in general, Epic Games has kind of realized. Okay, if we if we look at loot boxes as a whole, right? If you look at any study, any scientific study that's ever been done on them, they're all like, hey, this is a bad thing for people. This negatively affects people mentally. You have mentioned this, this before. preys on people. I have not seen a, seen a single study that's like, hey, loot boxes are okay. It's fine. Like I know, I know they're like they can be helpful to a game's economy, but they're only helpful Good point to, to the make. video Good game. Good point to make. And they're very clearly, as a, at least according to every study, hurtful to the people who actually play and enjoy the game. In the long run, you know. So you guys know think, like nicotine and all yeah. the talks around yeah, jewels right. and stuff. <laughs> That's like that. Cases uh -huh. are like the nicotine of the gaming industry. No, yeah. And I, I mean, myself, it took me some time to come around to it. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, obviously we see this time and time again. And I don't mean to interrupt you, but oh, yeah, I kind of just a spur of the moment thought. We, myself included, we mm -hmm. see so many content creators. You know, a financial a, a financial way of coming around, especially if you're a smaller creator. There's a huge financial incentive to really promote these things. And so I think once you actually become financially uh, stable, you know, I, I have a, luckily enough a salary over here. I'm not making bank, but once you're outside looking in, 
and once you're maybe a bit older, uh, because I am a vic- I'm, I'm a, I did the same thing myself. I think it's hard to, as you're in it, to really see how bad it is. And once you look outside in, you really see, okay, this is addictive. You're teaching this to kids. I think that's definitely the direction we're going. So mm. and I think Epic Games is smart enough to realize this won't last forever. Uh, it's a gold rush for a reason. You know, mm-hmm. it doesn't last forever. Yeah, if nothing else, Epic Games is smart about money, and they realize that, hey, if we don't get rid of this problematic way of making money and switch to a different one, then we're not going to, eventually our stream of funding is going to dry up, and we're just not going to, you know, at best, they'll get sued and have to pay out hundreds mm-hmm. of millions or something. And now, five, ten years from now, whatever does happen, they can say they were one of the first, and they already oh, have an definitely. item shop well underway. Yeah. And everyone else is like, "Oh, frick." <laughs> okay, Jake. I was, uh, you know, I figured it is. If is this? Yeah, this will be our last podcast for the year. Technically, Wait. I think, right? Oh, technically, because yeah. the next one will be yeah. uploaded after. Oh, frick, dude. Yeah, yeah. Dang. Uh-huh. Yes, uh-huh. it will be. Yeah, so I just wanted to say, first of all, thank you all for sticking with us for this year. Y'all the real ones. Um, but in general, what was your what was your favorite subject of the year aside from phase? We got to we got to we got to take phase. Actually, let's take phase and Tencent. They're removed from the pool. Okay, Stadia fair. has to be removed then too. Okay, yeah, fair, fair enough, fair enough. I'm gonna fair ask enough. you right back. Did yeah, you, that's a, that's a tough one to put me on the spot for. Yeah, so, absolutely. That's the best. So re-ask part. me, so yeah. I have t- yeah. 15 seconds okay. to think about this. Gun one. to your head right now. 30 seconds. What's your favorite esports topic of the year oh that we talked about on the podcast? God. Let's go. Let's Jesus. go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Okay, I would say it's not my favorite. I would say it's the one we touched on the most. That's going to be mm. Optic Gaming and the downfall of that. Ah, it's absolutely. definitely not my mm. favorite. Mm-hmm. Let's clarify that. No, yeah, you hate to see it, but like it is. It's a fascinating subject. You know, I'm also trying to actively think of a different one besides that, but it certainly was a one of a kind. That was the first gigantic esports organization mm. we will ever see downfall. And so for me, that was the craziest, I would say. And I mean, heck, in the same year, we saw Echo Fox fall apart. Which I think people, after seeing Optic, were a yeah. lot less surprised by, especially because yeah, I think Optic was so almost out of nowhere, even though it was dragged on. Mm-hmm. Echo Fox, we knew for four to six weeks. Mm-hmm. Of like all the bad stuff going on, and after yeah. a certain point in time, you're like, they can't. Last. And that was very clearly bad stuff. That yeah. was like, you know, a lot of yeah. like bad, like racism and all that. Y- so I'll, ch- I'll change on. your yeah. metric. I'll say yeah. the craziest story throughout this year was uh-huh. to me optic gaming. But okay. I'll okay. fire back at you. What was right. the craziest fair one? Fair play, fair play. Or what was your your favorite one? Ooh, oh, see, I asked the question, didn't have an you answer didn't ready prep for, for my. This, dude? No, I didn't. I had to shout. Sh- sh- Quiet. No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I can keep on going no, and talking no. about one more if you need time. Honestly, honestly, it was, it'd probably have to be... Yeah, you know, keep going, keep going. I'm just, I'm honestly just glad you didn't say Overwatch 2. It, it, it could not be, because Overwatch 2 is so dumb, and I just hate it, and I hate the concept, and I hate how everybody's pitching Overwatch 2. It was like... Wow, they're so brilliant. I feel like they're, it's actually kind of died off. They're fixing the problem with like, they're like, oh, sequels to video games have this huge issue where no, they can't keep up the player base. And I'm like, Call of Duty has a new game every year and they increase the player base every year. And y'all trying to say like, oh, video games can't maintain a player base. Get out of here. I mean, I can, I'll list off a few and yeah. you can maybe try and fire back. But if you got nothing, everyone out there is going to be screaming. Oh, okay? absolutely. Absolutely. So we got ah, Optic. Ah. We got Echo Fox. Uh-huh. We can't mention Stadia or FaZe Clan. Or which, Tencent. Which, or Tencent. But, which and then that's the problem. Because really like immediately, sucks. I'm trying to like, everything I've thought of kind of tangentially ties back to either FaZe Clan or Tencent. Yeah, or right. <laughs> like, we cover a lot of it. Yeah, I yeah. would say my last one is definitely the success that we've just overall as an esports scene mm-hmm. seen. Uh, mainly with the point that you brought up a while back with the viewership, the concurrent viewership, and how the fact is, I think you said by next year, 
I think it was like 80 million concurrent viewers watching the biggest esports. Yeah, something along those and lines. And this year's finals for League of Legends, they I think it was like close to 50 million concurrent. And I was like, no, what the? <laughs> like, we're already that close. Yeah. And it's only getting bigger and bigger. So I would say, again, kind of focus on the end of year thing. Like, again, thank you all for being here. We've only seen growth, mm -hmm. not just us, but the entire scene. And where it's going is, it's insane. Like, No, yeah. It, it's wild to think about how far esports has come from when like I, I don't know like imagine five years ago could you have thought esports I, I, I think both of us were fairly invested in gaming at that point yeah. in esports as a concept I wasn't disinvested no yeah obviously I mean we do this is our day-to-day -day now yeah. but like yeah I could have never have seen it's 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 very hard to picture where esports mm. was five years ago and I, mm. I would love to like just see an image of even land events or viewership numbers mm. where they were five even two years ago and just imagining that length in time forward you i, I we don't know it's just, it's gonna be it's yeah it's i I, love I, it. I I can't wait until all of our predictions are just outdone like i think the esports scene just does way better than anybody could have ever foretold and on that same note i will have to say that my favorite thank god you year, got one yeah, I gave you some I time you, yeah yeah you vamped for a minute like yeah i appreciate it i appreciate it <laughs> <laughs> i tell you my favorite thing to talk about this year has probably been the rise of mobile esports just because i i yes, feel like I yeah agree. yeah we, we we grew up in a time period when it was like all flappy bird and like <laughs> Like Dang. endless runner nonsense, right? And it's still wild to think about, hey, PUBG Mobile is one of the biggest games in the world. Literally, Fate, Fate Grand Order, which is a mobile game, is the number one, like, I think, I, I want to say, I, I want to say, like, I saw this literally yesterday. It was the number one earning game of the year. Yeah, and we saw Newsy reports for YouTube. Title. The yeah. most watched game on YouTube was mm. PUBG Mobile and followed yeah. by other mobiles. Yeah. It's... And it's we're still not even difficult in that to market, wrap. Bro. It's still hard to like wrap your mind around the fact that like, hey, actually, phones are a legitimate market now. Yeah, that is actually a gaming platform in your hands in your pocket all day. It will. It will soon be. What phone is the best for gaming? I think we're already there. Like literally, we were hanging out with my friend Lauren last night, and she was telling me her boyfriend Paolo, he has a Razer phone. Jesus, like Razer, like that raising is legitimately the, the future. Like, yeah, yeah. And all of a sudden, uh, it's uh -huh. gonna. Ah, oh, I can't even imagine. I Five years wait. from now, I we're gonna have wait. people with decked out phones that are like consoles. Yeah, right. You pull right. that out, and you just have performance. Uh huh. God, it's gonna be wild. Wait until you have a PS4 in your pocket. <laughs> like, can you imagine? Like, then what? you know we've either made it or yeah. we have lost it. Like, or yeah, either either that we've made it, or people are in their rooms dying because they're just like <laughs> not. They're playing games all day. Like, <laughs> but either way, an insane yeah. year, and mm -hmm. surely the future will be just as if not more insane definitely all right zan and with that being the end of the year you know latest announcements last announcements for 2019 to the viewers out there still watching why don't you give it to them well happy 2020 first of all yeah we're, it's we're coming up here yeah it was a fast year a very it was we year but went by very quickly Jay. end of the decade and it flew by yeah absolutely right, right um but anyway as always if you want to listen to the Esports Rewind, our podcast on the go in the car you know you're doing you're working out at the gym you know, you can always find us on the Prediction right here on the desk. Uh, Prediction Esports Talk Show Network. Uh, we're right there with a bunch of other great esports and gaming podcasts. You know, you can always find us there. Also, hit us up on Twitter. We love hearing from you guys. Love getting your DMs. Um, also, Instagram. We're doing a lot more there as well. And as always, we always put out We put out so many videos every we single day. We put out, on, folks. Yeah, we work. We always we put grind. out. Yeah. <laughs> I... 
try to be silent. Yeah, so, people, so people could have a, a clean audio okay. sample to pull. I am so sorry. <laughs> but anyway, no, yeah, find us. I, look us up on YouTube at Esports Talk. If you obviously just for the mobile listeners, because I, I hope you're watching it, mm -hmm. you know. But um, you know, I just want to say thank you all. You know, it's been a great year. I uh, joined the team this year. Jake's been doing it for a while. Just a little while and longer, like, man. Yeah, yeah. It's been a crazy been ride. You know, for, for all of you listeners out there, we're going to mm. keep on going. I think 2020 is going to be a wild year. No matter mm. what happens, it's 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 going to be freaking wild. We got, we got a, lot a lot of store. stuff. We got a lot, a lot, of, lot of, stuff. of stuff on deck. But, yeah. you know, with that being said, the next time you guys hear from us or see us will be the new year and our first podcast of the new year so we hope you guys all enjoy the esports rewind podcast same day same time every single week <laughs> until then take care of yourselves wow. gamers and we'll see you guys back here sometime soon thank you all it's happening daily we're being conned by the institutions we used to trust the mainstream media is distracting us with meaningless headlines instead of focusing on the harsh realities facing American families. Time is short before something big happens, and that's why so many folks are preparing. They're becoming self-reliant by investing in emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure four-week emergency food kits for each member of your family. Each kit contains tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Save $50 on each four-week food kit you purchase. Plus, get free shipping on Ready Hour four-week emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour foods. At My Patriot Supply, you can also get solar power generators, water filtration units, heirloom seeds, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m., and your unmarked boxes ship the same day. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com.